0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to the Ether. Today's Wednesday, July twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two. Today on the Ether Cosmos Spaces Cosmonaut Meeting with Asset Mantle, hosted by Eric Io. Let's
1: take a listen. There hey, we go. Just wasn't letting me tap the unmute button.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's acting a little wonky for me right now. So um, I, I am gonna. Um, I see some requests to come up, and I, I will definitely you know get everyone on here who needs to be on here um i'm just going to wait a few more minutes and then i just want to like lay down some some rules you know timmy
1: <laughs> sounds good i like
2: it so uh what's your knowledge about what's been going on timmy um probably less than most which
1: um as soon as i you hit me up about this i kind of decided to keep it that way um just yep. i i know I know I know the general picture of what's going on, what people think are happening, what the kind of points in defense of it are. Um, But I haven't dug in any deeper than, you know, just uh, reading Rama's article and a couple other things. So I'm kind of hoping to come at it with that approach tonight. Like, I definitely don't don't have any super strong feelings. I just know how certain certain things should be and aren't. And Yeah. yeah, happy to happy to take a crack at this discussion.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of homework, so hopefully that helps us out tonight. Um, I definitely think that this is very needed. I, I don't know of any other, you know, spaces that will do this. We'll, we'll get, you know, posing viewpoints or, you know, just see things that, it, you know, both sides uh, from different views and we actually come together and I, I want to definitely make sure that we have a nice civilized conversation today. Um, I don't want anyone like, You know, being uh, rude to each other or calling each other names or anything like that, which I I don't think we'll have that. Um, But definitely, like, we're going to have a lot of people upstage that are going to have an open floor. So if someone's talking, please just wait for your turn. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you would just raise your hand when you're on stage um, if you want to interject, and then me and Timmy will do our best to, you know, stop what's going on and, and let you, let you speak. So, um, this will definitely be a little challenging, but I think we'll be able to navigate through it, you know, pretty well. So I'm going to, um, having said that, I'm going to begin to let the people up here that, um, are our special guests. So let me send some invites and then accept some requests. Let's see here. Good I see your hand up, but I'm going to wait to, um, to let you up. but I will let you up though. Just letting you know I do see it. Okay. Kevin, Rama.
3: Hey Eric. Hey Timmy. Thank you guys for uh hosting this.
2: Oh man, I'm so glad we could put it together for sure. Hey, yeah. I love that, you know, we have a community where both
1: sides want to come talk about it. So thank you guys for coming up.
2: Yeah, and I do want to mention like I really respect Asset Mantle for being willing to do this. Like we know that they weren't the only um you know, project that was called out in the in the articles that, that were written and they were um, willing to do this you know as quickly as possible and uh, i really do appreciate that guys so thank you for for joining us today
4: thanks a lot eric and the cosmos faces team for inviting us i mean um definitely appreciate whatever uh, critical analysis uh, the 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 team does of projects and that's that's always very beneficial for the community but also giving the chance for the team to you know come up and talk to the community and justify this is that that's great thing man thanks for this
2: yeah no problem like i said uh, i'm really looking forward to it like i've never been in a space like this where we literally have like you know like there's been some discussion that's been going on in the twitter space and then we're going to have you know both opposing viewpoints so I'm i'm excited about it and i hope we handle it well um, I, I do want to mention that I was in the Cosmos space, oh, I'm sorry, with <laughs> all of them are Cosmos spaces to me on the Twitter space, uh, that y'all had with Cosmos Haas. And so I, I did hear a little bit of, you know, what was said there. And so I, I did have some questions from that space that I'll be asking. But, um, one thing that I've noticed is that like, I feel like asset mantle gets a little bit of bad press. You know, people were upset about the airdrop quizzes and it just seems like every step of the way there's uh, some crutches for you guys so I definitely want you guys to speak on that also one thing that i do want us to uh talk about is um and some not something that was in the article but just like something that i've you know, I keep hearing rumblings about, and you guys to get a chance to um, to talk about is like the connection that we all hear: Comdex, asset mantle, and persistence. I, I keep seeing your tweets saying that that's not the case. So I, I want to know, like, wh- why do we keep seeing this? And like, if it's not true, how can we put that to rest? You know, but if it is true, like, tell us, like, what was the point of it? What's going on? Is it not happening anymore? So. Uh, I'd like to give Sachin, um or whoever wants to from Asset Mantle just answer that that first about the Comdex Asset Mantle and persistence connection.
4: Sure, uh, definitely. Uh, let us know when you want to start the space. Do you want to wait or do you want to like just start off with the questions?
2: Oh no, we can definitely start with the questions. We have a good amount of people here. It's recorded. Like yeah, we we can get started.
4: That's great, Eric. Thanks. Um can I like take 30 seconds to introduce Asset Mental first, because I always assume there's somebody from the audience who's just out of context of with the project and you know the scenario.
2: So yeah, go ahead and introduce them, and then you can hold off to talk about what Asset Mental does in the end, because I, I know you did that in cosmoshazar space, but I'd like to just get quickly getting into the questions.
4: Um Got it. Um all right, uh so Asset Mantle is a multi-N uh NFT marketplace that is building a Mantle Build and Mantle Place, which is like a no code platform for NFTs. Uh, along with that, the research and development for the inter-NFT metadata standardization at NFT in Asset Mantle utilizes started in 2018 and then was later on commissioned by the Interchain Foundation. Um and that's like a very very short summary of Acid Mantle, but I'll put a tweet on the Twitter Spaces for anybody who's just joining you. But definitely, like, uh, coming to your question and not taking up more, more time. Divanshi, if you want to take this question up.
5: Uh, sure. Uh, so has been like, uh, working on the Cosmos SDK. We have been, uh, like. Um, Working around uh, all the tech that has been introduced in the Cosmos SDK as early as 2017, right? Even before a uh, whole of the SDK, the Tendermint core was not even in production, right? And at that particular point of time, I remember like we were one of the few, in fact, one of the first five projects to work on on the on the Cosmos uh, ecosystem, and we were listed as one of the five projects. Um, right, and if we if we look at majority of the projects today in Cosmos, like we can all uh, track back, trace back our origins to uh, like uh, this this beginnings, this uh, initial teams that were first building. So yes, like I did contribute, and I was uh, the core architect for the Comdex uh, Comdex product called Ship Five. Now that particular product was focused on tokenizing uh, oceanic bills of ladings as NFTs and having them exchange, escrowed and exchanged on DEXs, right? Uh, we built that product out. Unfortunately, uh, the like uh, uh, the core team decided that the product had to be a consortium product because it was an enterprise product and had to be done a, as a consortium chain. We decided that hey, uh, I think uh, like we think that whatever we have built for Comdex, the NFT tokenization as well as exchange uh, could be open source and be made uh, like uh, more generic for general use cases. So we decided that hey, we were gonna make it all open source. So we took all of it and make it made it open source uh, under the Persistence SDK project. Uh, we went out and like uh, uh, pitched uh, this particular uh, project, the NFT, uh, generic protocol for NFT tokenization and exchange as DEX initially in 2020 when the genesis of uh, Persistence was. But unfortunately, the uh, NFT uh, like uh, I, I, as a use case had not taken off at that particular point of, time and we were a totally bootstrap project, so we had to pivot and uh, like uh, change our viewpoint towards like what we were building, and we had to shift a uh, pivot towards DeFi at Persistence. So that's how. Uh, uh, but but our focus was always even from context, even at Persistence, and even an asset model today was to solve real world problems uh with the blockchain technology so persistence we pivoted towards like solving the uh liquid staking problem the defi problem uh, in 2020 and that's how the focus at persistence shifted but i and like the team internally that were building this nft uh use cases were still uh, continuously focused on uh the nft use cases only in fact in 2019 the cosmos Uh, Blog acknowledged us uh, as the first team in the world to do an interchain IBC transaction. So that's how long we have been working on this particular thing. In 2020, we even got a grant at Persistence uh, uh, from ICF Interchain Foundation to build out a new standard for uh, NFTs that could be utilized in Cosmos. Right now, like there are teams that have started building. I say 721, but like I'd like to point out that our work at Intel NFT like predates all of this work. In fact, ADR 43 references the work done at Intel NFT working group. So yeah, continuing onward, 2021 we did the group, and then we finally realized, ki, hey, uh, like this work that we have done. Uh, it, since uh, Persistence needs to focus fully on liquid staking use cases, uh, Comdex has got fully focused on uh, DeFi and all the DeFi products that are built around com- a commodity, real or synthetic trading. Asset Mantle will get fully focused around NFTs. And that, again, to reiterate, our focus since 2017 has been just uh, NFTs. We have been continuously building. Uh, from crust one, crust two, uh, through persistence SDK, now through asset mantle module. The code base has remained the same. It's just changed hands, uh, uh, pivoted, rebranded, refocused, and finally we are at the work that we are doing at asset mantle. The, the, in, the internet NFT working group has been brewing and in, uh, in works for a long time. The work that we have been doing in Cosmos space around NFTs has been acknowledged since 2018. And yeah, uh, I guess
2: that's that's the journey, that's the story. Well, th- thank you for sharing that with us. Kevin, I saw your hand up.
3: Yeah, just have a, a follow-up on this. So I, I, I just want to be really clear what the question is here, because I, I totally get that and I am familiar with some of that history, you. Um, but it, the, the perception here, and this is the troublesome thing, is that a lot of these things existed under the persistence umbrella many many years ago and obviously you know you were co-founder and the cto at persistence now you're the founder of asset mantle it seems like this uh, overextended development period of many many years um you know not to even get into the point that this started with a grant from the icf to develop an open source module for the cosmos which is now something for for asset mantle, which you know maybe that's a discussion for another time but I I I really want to just understand what is going on here with the teams because it seems like to me that these are three separate chains, which at one point were all one chain, and now we've split off into these things and we're calling them a different thing, but it's all the same people working on it. Like you've worked at Comdex, right? You were a principal software architect there. You were the co-founder and CTO at Persistence, and now you're the founder at Asset Mantle. Like, why are we pretending that these teams are not involved and, and most of the team have a history on there. And I, I, I don't understand it myself.
5: Right. Uh so like that's a great question. Now let's 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 track back and see if I and I don't want I generally do not want to point out other projects, etc. But let's let's look at Cosmos projects, right? Uh, let's look at Osmosis, let's look at Juno, let's look at like other big projects that have been b- built in the ecosystem. Can we not track back uh, their founders, their like uh, core contributors, creators to one singular project that is Cosmos SDK, uh, Cosmos team, uh, right? Uh, all of them uh, track back their origins to one singular team that were, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, Cosmos uh, space, the Cosmos SDK, the Tendermint core, uh, all of this uh, that have been built out is not uh, solidity. It, it does not have, like, crazy amount of, uh, like, resources that anyone can come in and, like, learn and build on. it. it all of it, all of the projects that are currently being milled, it's all contextual, it's all people that have been involved in the space for a very long time. Uh, entry for, uh, like, external people inside the ecosystem, unfortunately, because of the lack of resources, because of lack of learning resources, it's it's very difficult. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, if we, if we seriously track back the origins of majority of the projects today, they, they can all track back to like initial uh, Cosmos SDK team. As we pointed out, we were one of the first project to build on Cosmos as well. And we've been continuously building. Definitely in that time period, our team has expanded new ideas and covenant and the focuses have changed for different, different uh, like use cases. So yeah. Uh, like, I mean, we have never de- denied that I don't know where the narrative comes from where where it says we have denied it uh, continuously in all the newsletters and all the websites we have continuously kept on uh, mentioning what the correlation is and how we all came about and as I mentioned for my particular team for me through and through the focus have been NFTs since like a uh, context ship by product till today and like yeah Talking about the uh, development period, uh, has it been continuous and being developed for this long? Yes. Do we have uh, working products in production, Comdix ship by product? Yes. Do we have a DevNet which is fully functional? Yes. Are we working on continue, continuing the work and like evolving the use cases around internet NFT? Yes. Uh, it takes time. IBC took time. Majority of good things take time to build, right? So, yeah, I, I I hope that that like uh, answers your question. Yeah, all right, thank, thank you. you.
2: So Ramra has his hand up next, and then uh, Nalan. Go ahead, Rama.
6: Yeah, thanks. Uh, I guess first and foremost, I just wanted to kind of intro myself. I'm just the dude uh, who likes to uh, you know be involved in Cosmos, and uh, I like all projects. I I have nothing against uh, any of the projects that I've discussed on Twitter. I just try to point out information that i see that's relevant to the community uh, and i have absolutely no incentives to be involved in any of this Uh, i just do it because it's good for the community to know what i see and what i think is interesting so yeah thanks for having me and uh thanks for asset mantle for joining us um i just wanted to kind of touch on that point just uh to be a little bit clearer around um kevin's question maybe uh you may have answered it and i may have missed it um i just wanted to kind of make it clear that there was uh, a grant from the ICF to develop into NFT that was given to Persistence uh, that has now transferred down into the Asset Mantle team to develop that. Uh, and the particular question there is that is that going to still be open source or is that going to be part of Asset Mantle's IP?
5: Right. Uh, so I'll I'll give a little bit of context on that. So uh back in twenty twenty, Billy like we 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 had been working for NFT for a good while and we got in touch with Billy uh from the ICF team. Billy had also contributed and built out uh incubator module, NFT module. And over the email we started uh conversing on like uh, how how can we develop this NFT modules to uh not only like accommodate for let's say at that particular point of time Comdex Shopify use case, but other in general use cases as well. And uh, then later on, like uh, Billy went on to take uh, the uh, uh, like uh, uh, I guess head of grants for ICF position, and like proposed that hey, why don't we like continue this work in a more open manner and uh, like uh, do it through a grant process. The grant was not only given to persistence team; it was also given to the ICA, I, the Ixo team. Uh, we continued work. We worked on it for six months. And the initial, uh, initial, like thought process we started this particular work form was that we involve all the Cosmos projects in that are building on uh, uh, that are building NFT use cases. Uh, listen to them and uh, uh, draw their use cases. And we have an RFC for that also, RFC002, where we record all the use cases. And then build out a standard that satisfies all of those use cases in one go, right? And the aim was never to have this NFT module on the Cosmos hub. Unfortunately, by the end of six months, our like uh, milestone number two, uh, we had done a huge amount of work. In fact, uh, involved people from uh, W3C DID working group as well, uh, and uh, the the work had taken a like very user, user case specific and DID specific uh, implementation. But at the end of the sixth or the second milestone evaluation, we realized that hey, uh, like uh, now the now the like requirement for this work has changed. Uh, We are no longer pursuing the work for uh, implementing something that would be satisfying multiple use cases in Cosmos, but rather we are now building a very simplistic NFT module, which is the least set of uh, capabilities, which is as untainted from use cases as possible that can go on the Cosmos hub. So the use case changed drastically. The, uh, The requirements changed drastically. And that is why we had to stop that work, internet NFT work, then and there, and continue it as into separate stream. One was DID NFT, DID resolvers, and our very basic NFT interface. So that is why that work had to stop, and we have restarted the work again. We we recently had the had the call, uh, uh for internet NFT like last month. Uh, another one is scheduled this month, uh, the next month, I guess, August. And all of the work is open source. It is present in a separate repository. And like we more than welcome you guys to participate in the working group call and contribute to that repository. It's all all uh, under Apache 2.0 licensing.
6: Okay, thank you. Um, that uh, provides great clarity. Uh, and then I just had a, one more follow-up question just while we're kind of on this particular topic. Um, and sorry, I may be uh, interrupting Eric. I think he may have some similar questions around this. Um, so just for kind of clarity uh, for the community, um, I think we've, we have quite well understand that there's a, a link uh, or there's history between persistence, Comdex and Asset Mantle. Uh, are they separate business entities and have separate hierarchy? Uh, or is there like one reporting line structure? And if, if so, uh, how does that kind of operate?
5: Yeah, 10. ten. Uh, right. Uh, so uh, currently, if, if we are evaluating the current state, uh, all of the teams are like separate entities and operate as like totally separate businesses without there being any correlation between uh, or a hierarchical structure or a, like a, a, a direct uh, con- like a managerial connection between all three. Right. In fact, the teams operate from three separate offices right now uh, located in uh, like uh, Comdex and uh, Persistence operate out of uh, Dubai, while we still uh, continue to operate out of India, the majority of the team. Uh, So, uh, yeah, all three, uh, all three teams are like totally separate at this particular point of time. Yes, there was a correlation right now. Me and Abhinav, uh, me, the founder and co founder, uh, i the co founder of Asset Mantle. Uh, we have been like uh, initially, we started working on Comdex 2017, Cosmos SDK, uh, worked our way through uh, building the CRUST1, uh, CRUST2 crust chain, which were focused towards the Comdex Shift 5 product, NFT product. Then through uh, 2020, 2021 we worked we continued our we work on Inter nft and persistence sdk where these nft modules were being built and then we uh, later on took this spoke this uh, code and made uh, asset mantle module our first demo for uh, like uh, 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 asset mantle was ready at the end of 2020 and the, the second demo at the end of 2021 so just to reiterate we uh, our team me Abhinav, have been working continuously on this Rest of the team, uh, other than me and Abinav, is totally fresh team for asset mantle, and uh, there is no overlap of uh, uh, team members between any of the other two projects. We operate as separate entities, and we we have refocused on like what what like uh, use cases we specifically want to pursue. Me and Abinav, our capabilities lies in uh, NFT and the, protoc- uh, uh, the protocol on, uh, around NFT development, and as mentioned. Multiple times, we have pursued the same. You can track our GitHubs. It has through and through since twenty seventeen, being Cosmos and NFTs only.
2: All right, thank you for that. Go ahead, Timmy. Yeah, you up? Yeah, this is a pretty
1: straightforward question. I, I really don't. <clears throat> I've not verified this myself, but wondering if maybe you could speak on. I have heard that you guys, whatever that might mean, whatever relation there may or may not be. Also, are the current team working on or in some capacity maintaining DVPN, Sentinel? Is there anything, is there any Um, reason I would have heard that?
5: So like the DVPN team, again, was one of the first five teams to be building on Cosmos. And it's a totally anonymous team, uh, as you would know. Like no one knows any of the team members of DVPN. In the initial days, through the IBC working group, we used to participate in that as well. And we got in touch with the d v p n team, and we did have a like few uh, topics that uh, trivial topics like z k et cetera that we never reached a conclusion on that we worked together but other than that we don't know the team it's by the virtue of being early in cosmos that we all got to know each other we in the same way we worked with like uh, uh, the Cosm wasn't Team back then, and we worked a little bit with the IBC team also. So that's that's the uh, like max extent of uh, uh, like uh, our like working relationship with the DVPN team.
1: Okay, so you so you're saying you don't know the original founders? I,
5: I don't know about that. As I said, as far as I know. Uh, back then also, a majority of the team that used to participate were all anonymous. The only name I remember from the Sentinel team is Zero X Iron Man. Uh Other than that, like, I have no clue about what the team was. And to be very honest, uh, and uh, there's no shame in admitting it, uh, back we were totally bootstrapped. We did not raise any money, our team. And we did take up uh, some, like, a contract work. So, for, for example, one of the contract work I remember that we took up, was uh, uh, building out uh, like code for uh, some of the code for like uh, injective labs, some of the code for uh, like uh, maintenance work for uh, like uh, star uh, Starport update, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, in terms of work, we did uh, like uh, take up contracts and work on different projects, but uh, other than that, Sentinel, uh, we have never committed one one code to like one
2: commit to it. I will no, okay. no,
5: yeah, yep,
1: I appreciate that good answer,
2: all right, um, let's keep moving on, so I definitely want to focus a little bit more on Rama's article. um I did notice whenever the space happened with Haas um some like some things were said that weren't even in the article, so it makes me feel like you guys constantly hear like these critiques. And one of them was, um, I think N- Naman was saying, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, was saying that um, he didn't understand the benefits from the IBC transfers or like if they could be shown. So um, I definitely want to talk about that in, in a little bit. But also um, it was mentioned that in that in the article, which is not true, it wasn't in the article unless it got changed, that, um, that you guys were trying to tell validators that they needed a purchase. Mantle in order to become validators. So I had an article, so I was wondering if that's just something that you guys have heard. Or oh, um Can uh, um, uh, right. well, uh, uh, something...
3: I step in with a quick detail? And I apologize, I, I didn't raise my hand, but like
0: that's totally normal. I just want to say that, like, in the normal state of affairs, uh, a validator. I mean, very often at Notional, we have purchased uh, the full, like, floor amount uh, to become a
1: validator. And that's all I really want to say. i sorry to interrupt guys.
2: Yeah, no, and I was going to mention that because even for... Um, space, Eric, if I may, if I oh, may. Okay, go uh, ahead, go ahead and mind, then I'll let yeah. you go. You. Yeah.
7: Thanks, thanks for the uh, question as well. Yes, so, you know, now that we are, uh, you know, on the article... Uh, I think just a few pointers before I, uh, you know, discuss and the responses in the last spaces as well. Um, consisted of both the sites, which was from the article, along with the Twitter space, uh, you know, which I think last time uh, uh, you guys hosted. And I I kind of was there in the spaces and I see few of the, concerns been raised that, yes, we did reach to validators, you know, to expand this threat and offer the foundation delegations. But the intention was never to like, ask them to acquire any mantle token. And I, that's what I stand by. And there was no, like any, any of the conversation with, I, I, I you know, again, Kevin might know this, we did reach out, to him and uh you know definitely to each and every individual validator who we believe that could be a good value addition to asset mental ecosystem uh you know and Jacob as you said it's completely normal for us uh it was not the case as well uh you know never asked anyone to acquire Mandel tokens every validator you see right now have been provided with foundation delegations the intention is to not like uh get the treasury been uh pumped up with these um uh, numbers it's just about getting use cases and more active contributors coming in for the long-term game and that's what we were uh here since you know if you've heard about the pancha story as well since 2019 the intention has always been uh towards use cases and getting some real world cases coming in and value accrual to um the broader asset mental ecosystem. And if we had to go via that route to like ask validators to be part of the set and like buy at floor or acquire some mental tokens to get into active. Um, I mean that that could have just been one more blocker for us to get the contributions kicking in from there and I think that's that's something which I wanted to clearly bring that up. It was not in the article, but definitely you know something which i heard in the twitter spaces again i might understand be wrong but yeah yeah that's, that's what just wanted to bring that up um i think yeah from the articles perspective right um th- well once again like karma thank you so much for uh bringing up these pointers of course you know the research is purely based on on-chain data and no one can modify it rectify it uh you know and we cannot hide it at all the intention is never to hide anything and uh, if we had something to hide or if we had something which you know requires us to just go back and uh you know just blame ourselves uh we would have not been in this space um, even in the morning time here. Um, so, yeah, Sachin, if you want to just walk through the key highlight pointers from the articles wait, and then uh, we can
2: catch Wait,
7: before you, uh,
2: he does that, Kevin had his hand up first. Go ahead, Kevin.
3: Yeah, I, I actually, I wanted to just say something um, in defense, actually, of, of Asset Mantle here. Um, just to that point, I didn't read that in the article either. I don't know if anyone's been saying that. I, I, I want to be super clear. Um, that we were never approached to buy um, tokens, you know, by Asset Mantle or anyone else. Um, obviously, uh, Naaman did, did reach out about a foundation delegation program uh, shortly after we had launched on Comdex. Um, but there was no point or anything where they were like, hey, buy some tokens, get on in." And I agree with Jacob that even if they had, Uh, To be completely honest, I I wouldn't have a problem with that because we've done that on other chains where we buy in on the floor price, and that's kind of part of the game. Um, So, you know, uh, at that point, I wanted to be really clear that, um, you know, if that was ever inferred from something that I've said, I want to be really clear that that was not the case. Um, So, yeah.
2: Yeah, thank you for that. All right, go ahead, Sasha. Um.
4: Thanks. Yeah. Um, also, just wanted to highlight that one of the points of the article was uh, the uh, foundation wallet delegations was offered in exchange from for marketing from the validators, which is a uh, kind of, uh, in a sense, it's the wrong perception. of I'm sorry for raising my hand again. Yeah, uh, wrong perception that is uh, being put out for. A, a very normal conversation. I mean, the validator onboarding process is very, very transparent. And I think I published that as well on my tweet that we have, a uh, very transparent and structured form of, uh, and the delegations are based on tier based system as naman said uh that yeah the market by buy from validators is very very normal but that was absolutely not the case as well from asset mantle um and apart from that uh there was uh nothing used to entice the valuators to come to asset mantle chain but definitely uh the chain security is the topmost priority right now for asset mantle because uh relatively the chain is new uh, but along with that the validator onboarding uh, process and the selection was also based on the contribution that they did to the larger ecosystem and i there has been multiple um, wallet integration and explorers and uh, more uh, development activity going on from validators. so it is is uh, the case that you know the word and keyword highlighting it entice evaluators uses uh i don't think the right word as well at the perception that there was an exchange for uh marketing uh, from the evaluators one of the reason for uh or as the article states uh don't in exchange for marketing from valuators only states one reason um that valuators were onboarded to the asset management chain also just iterating over inflating ibc volume like that you just stated um could be a little incompetency from my personal side but i honestly don't know how you inflate the ibc transaction and the number of transaction is entirely independent of any of the team's interaction um, like uh the, the the inflation of iv transaction is a bi-directional process and looking at the transaction history from any explorer either explorer or asset Mantle or Mint scan you can easily notice that there are more outgoing than incoming in fact, uh, if I had to form a hypothesis why the IBC transaction is mortgage, uh, I don't think it should be a reason for every top 10 IBC transaction change to justify, but still because uh, of the allegations ongoing, I could brainstorming i don't know if i'll be correct or not but to the fact that uh, they were 140k around 140k wallets that participated in the stake drop which is a relatively high and one of the largest stake drop campaign of cosmos um even now despite being three months old there are 000 wallets around your know, asset chain so Again, the, the the figure that the IVC volume were inflated, uh, I don't think can be interpreted from a good on-chain data analysis, although um, because the, the data on-chain data set is much more looking at the limited data set could lead to the interpretation that such things happened. But definitely as Norman stated, um uh, and blockchain is purely transparent. So just wanted to like hide it over that case as well. There's nothing to hide and uh, the IVC volume is completely organic. Um uh, yeah. Thanks. All
2: right, thank you. Uh I know Deep and sure you had your hand up, but I wanna get Ram a chance because it seemed like he wanted to talk back to what session had said yeah thank you um thanks for that uh session. I
6: think there's kind of two points that I just wanted to kind of touch on there uh and i'm I'm happy to be corrected around any of this right my my whole thing is please tell me and prove to me that I'm wrong and I am more than happy to correct it and I will publish it as much as I can and make it known that I was incorrect uh, I'm all about being factually accurate and I'm not here to you know just tarnish a project for any reason i, I try to Make sure that it's all accurate. And if I get updated information, I will update it and publish it. So thank you. Uh, I will make sure that I edit my document um, around the particular part around the uh, marketing portion. I think that may, uh, there's no, um, that doesn't seem correct. Um, the discussions that I had previously uh, was leading me to believe that that was the case. Um, if that's not true, I'm happy to remove that. Um, the portion, uh, the part that I want to talk to here is. Particular. There's two parts. Sorry, the first. I'm um, kind of part of the reasons why a validator may want to validate on uh, the mantle chain uh, is part of kind of the updates or reasons why you uh, would you know a reason for a validator to join the chain. Have you ever mentioned anything around kind of IBC tra- trading volume or um, uh, any kind of uh, you know the uh, financial returns um internal external returns or anything like that
7: good thanks thanks for bringing that up as well so yeah you know whenever the conversation comes up with any of the uh validators right one thing which they surely need is quick updates from or key highlights from the you know recent uh happenings in our central ecosystem. Um so we do start with giving all the like like my structure always is towards four types. First one being contributions from the current set of validators Second one is the partnerships coming in from DAO, Inter NFT working group, creators on boarded any new play do on pro- projects. The third one towards token where we state you know hey Mantel is now in osmosis hey the first proposal is passed towards incentive matching Hey, we started the external incentive written as well and the proposal right now is live for matching osmo external incentives as well for uh you know mental external incentives from osmos front as well uh, and you know the last set is which uh, you know is more about the stats which concludes uh, you know that uh, okay all the four sets are covered the stats are majorly across you know uh, getting getting maps number of transactions ibc what's the number what's the rank uh, and if during those conversations if we were in top 10 yes we do do, uh, do say that you know mandel being one of the top 10 active chains in the first three months itself uh with 93 plus uh, 93k plus wallets and three and a half million plus transactions this is kind of a uh four-way distributed conversation if any of the uh you know quick updates which we have to send to key parties and that is the template which goes out to uh everyone independent of being the validator partners uh you know potential collaborators creators everyone throughout the discord as well you will see we do roll out like uh weekly updates to creators weekly updates to validators as well and any conversation with respect to inviting external people or you know foundation delegation uh program as well the structure remains the same so yes we do have like a four is forward distributed response towards uh sending the quick updates around asset mental and I think there uh you know the stats would surely be- uh come ibc numbers and how what's the journey and what's the current status with respect to token because yeah uh like we have never been talking too much about uh the token aspect apart from just uh you know incentive part uh from osmo front and the listing on exchanges the juno swap listing uh the upcoming uh listings on both Dexis and centralized exchanges as well so like of uh, ensuring that, you know, everyone knows about what's happening in the ecosystem from all the fronts be it token, be it product, be it partnerships, or be it validators. That's the forward distributed response, which we give to each one of them. I I hope that answers your question. All right. Thank you. So before we go back to Rama, go
2: ahead, Kevin.
3: Yeah, I I just want to clarify on this. I think it's, um, you know, just in the interest of transparency, um, you know, uh, totally get it on that there's nothing inherently bad about sharing statistics on your chain and stuff as a validator like wearing just my validator hat um you know when i receive a message like that from a chain and the conversation is more centered around uh osmosis external and internal incentive matching um You know, being the top 10 active chain in terms of IBC transactions and things like that, um, it doesn't have a lot or really anything to do with validating the chain. It doesn't have anything to do with what's being built. To be fair, um, you also mentioned a few things about what's being built, some grants and things like that. So all good Inter NFT working group being restarted. Like that's good data. I think that's that's great for a validator to know. Um, yeah. you know, the, uh, just to let me, let me finish on just this one point. Um, the, the point on the IBC transfers and all that, all that makes me as a validator do go is like, well, what's going on, what's going on with IBC transfers here? Like, why is that a, a statistic? Right. And then you see an article about inflated IBC tr- transactions. It's like, well, is this a, just a selling, you know, is this legitimate tra- traffic? Is it right? It raises a lot of questions in a vacuum. Um so right. that's you know where my concern comes from when I'm receiving that information from uh a core team for any chain not understood. just that
7: mantle. understood understood um, yeah so you know, as i said right the uh, responses are like a very pretty straightforward it's not that we are drafting an individual update for uh, someone it's just a quick update section which we roll out to everyone and i think uh, you know point- taken like to validators it would not be that uh you know enticing to know more about uh the mandel part or the ibc part uh talking about legitimacy there uh you know as Sachin mentioned and again bringing up that point uh inflating ibc transactions from foundation side or from the team side um definitely i don't see any like any reason for us to do that, and much more beyond the uh, resources and the priorities which we have set up uh, is to get the releases out incrementally in august and uh, there is no way that you know uh, rama you being a good researcher here as well uh, if any of the link around inflating or increasing the total number of IBC transactions links to you know uh teams wallet or links to uh you know individual wallets as well happy to take that up but like as uh, sachin mentioned it's if you have realized and if you've observed uh you know the Mandel chain explorer you would realize that it's just a small number. Uh, from take drop campaign which we did, uh, uh, which is more of an IBC transfer out uh, rather than you know someone uh, having buy in and we are actually doing a bi-directional process there. So that is something uh Kevin, I think uh it's a good point for everyone to, you know, have a look at and you know understand as well uh why you know the teams, why would why the team would do that, what would be the intention around it. And on top of it, of course we need more legitimacy in the ecosystem as well right we uh, agreed that you know we did face a lot of backlashes in each and every uh, you know part of this take drop campaign as well and it was not easy to handle uh, you know such massive response in the first three days they were surprisingly close to 60k if i if i remember the number correctly 60k users or 60k accounts participating and um of course you know we did have the space during that time as well to understand and hear about the feedbacks from the community to try something new uh, around the education part of uh, you know asset mental as well as a broader ecosystem to let community know what asset mental is doing and the quiz was and the questionnaire was just towards that and there was no other intention to like uh you know add on on top of it i get it that you know the ux there or you know the feedbacks were not that good and um of course we in- incorporated the community feedback we rolled out the poll and be- after which a uh, questionnaire was made an optional step and i think uh, that was something which we still want to abide by in terms of if Anything which you see from the products, uh, you know, from the UX side, which you know requires more efforts to be put in and more work to be done and like some critical feedbacks, some constructive criticism around, hey, your UX had got big flaws, uh possibility to attack. Um, absolutely open for that. And we are actually in conversation with uh you know a few of the teams as well, who is actually trying to look at the approach towards the DevNet launch, which we did, um the marketplace, which we are releasing, like uh, version by version every week, and uh, yeah, that that's something like we are absolutely open for. But you know, increasing IBC transactions, I'm sorry, but that's not the target right now for us, and even no capability for us and resources from our end to uh, be put in that. All right, thank you, Naman. I want to give Ram a
2: chance to ask the second part of his question. Um-
4: uh, before- Eric, uh, oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. just me. yes, I'm very sorry to cut you, but just before you know, Rama responds. Also, wanted to just uh, note it down that the transaction pointed by Rama in the article are two months old, and the transactions of similar nature, uh, which could possibly be accused of inflating the ibt transaction, are less than uh, 10 in number uh, which surely can be tagged in map of zones as well so that's just another point um if you can um respond to please
6: yeah sure so to be clear here i'm not accusing you of uh inflating the number of transactions what i'm saying here is that the volume in terms of dollars or mantle not amount uh of transactions is linked back to foundation nodes. So uh, I guess my first question that I want to ask is, uh, the foundation nodes that you have, there is uh, four that are active, one that is now inactive. Uh, Thanks for that. That's great progress in three months. Uh, And your new Asgard node that is being stood up. The five foundation nodes, who has control of the wallets that are associated with those nodes? Are they the asset mantle team and individual are they multi-sigs hopefully free flowing conversation for this part if you like.
4: Right. Um so with um, just, you know. yeah, just like again, um since we sorry to cut to you, but since we are here, just want to rectify each and every point before we move ahead of them. And uh Rama, as you said, you're not uh saying that we did not include IBC trans. Uh, increase the volume of IBC transaction, but in the article, it does state that uh, below is a proof of inflating the IBC volume. So, if that's no, something so that, you can sorry, please rectify. Sorry interrupt
6: there. Right. I think Naman said the uh, the amount of transactions. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that I am saying the volume.
5: Just to note, you don't come and talk 10 by the like amount, you come by the number so we did not land up in top 10 because of the amount so still invalid because uh uh we did not the top 10 was the main acquisition right
6: uh so i'm looking at map of zones and it currently has ibc volume by dollars
7: uh nope that's numbers there there would be the filter for ibc transfers as well uh arman that's what we refer to of course from volume front the token is not like the top ten token, at, um, you know from uh, the volume side. So uh, you can definitely look at IBC transfer or total transfers, and that's where Got the number came from. Yeah.
6: Okay. Cool. So maybe there was um in terms of the communication there, right, the right, right, that the thing that right. you were talking to with the validators was transactions in terms right. of
7: and, and, and that's I transactions. That's and what, what I'm
6: reporting on is dollar value, and there's a there's a discrepancy in that, right?
4: right right right, right. Gotcha. that's what i mentioned uh, as well it's isn't, that, isn't that, that will not the ibc transaction and the volume be kind of uh, correlated because obviously number, not at all more number,
1: they they could so, so be the but point, they absolutely do not have to be
6: yeah so my, my point is that i was uh the information that i was given was around ibc transactions or volume and that conversation may not have been clear I've gone on chain and looked for that because I was told IBC uh, volume what I've presented in the article is transactions that link back to foundation nodes that are substantial in dollar value for mantle being transferred from foundation nodes to wallets right via IBC is that are we in agreement on that
7: yeah, so. Of course, I think the number there, or the I think the terminology is more about IBC transactions. What we mean by that is. is uh you know, map of zones as well it's the ibc transfers or the total transactions which we are referring to just being clear about that um the article did mention yes i get it what you're pointing out to be mental taking profit and inflating ibc transactions if i can recollect that correctly Sachin, back me up if i'm wrong in this um uh, and I, I wanted to bring that point as well, Kevin. That you know, if there is any any transaction, any link which shows that the foundation wallets or the foundation node associated wallets are selling mental, uh happy to take that up because you know the team controls it. It's a multisig by the way, uh, Rarma, and uh, I think uh, Kevin, you asked it. So um, definitely, you know, would love to have a look at if any of the transaction which points out to us being selling mental tokens uh which might affect retail investors or retail community members as well uh we never did that and uh yeah like uh, of course would love to understand more what was the thought process in that direction as well i have a hard stop in seven minutes uh but yeah like you guys can continue the conversation thank you go ahead kevin
3: Yeah, thank you, Neiman, and and totally understood on on having to hop out in seven minutes. Um, So look, look, on the retail point, this is my um, concern on this and in in looking at the wallets that are uh, traced like very definitively back to foundation nodes, like there's no question on that, Um, you know, just one wallet, just one, (laughs) which was located is sitting on over a hundred thousand dollars in USDC from mantle transfers, which is an enormous amount of money, given the amount of volume that you guys have. Um, that's super concerning. It's super not cool to see that it's extremely upsetting as a validator. Um, that was really one of the things where I was like, Hey, this is not cool. Um, you know, the community deserves better than this. It kind of looked like that was being hidden through a, a lot of transactions. Um, if it's a multi-sig, then there's a lot more to look into there because there's a person to do that. Um, and without knowing you know, the particulars of your core organization, how that works, I can't even speak to that. I don't know because we're just looking on chain. But um, even within that article, like this has been out for several days, the day that article came out, that wallet stopped doing the daily swaps and completely cut off whatever script was like four days ago right so there's a series of like things here happening which are like pretty concerning behavior when looked at uh analytically and and you know frankly from like a forensics viewpoint of like okay well you pointed out suddenly it stopped it's been going on for months like what does that mean right
7: right yeah um i think you know uh, firstly um... I think uh, the wallet itself. If I have to correct myself, I and Abhinav or Dipanshi, you guys wanna back me up on this. Um, the wallet is not a multi sig wallet, but I think uh, the way you know we've set it up was uh, towards um, understanding what could be the movements and strategy towards tokens front as well um kevin you pointing out uh about usdc mantle transfer uh i think sachin did uh, mention in his response that yes the pool 738 which was created which was usdc mantle pool uh you know the intention was uh to kind of keep on adding liquidity from our front uh until and unless we get a max you know steady external uh you know non-team or non-foundation liquidity coming in uh, we saw that number to like 150k 275k uh again in terms of volume and liquidity uh being external towards uh pools uh we kind of decided that we take out the initial liquidity which was eventually given out to bootstrapping because uh mandel token did not have any lbp any IEO, any IDO, which you might have seen, it was pure straightforward listing on permissionless frontier frontier first uh and diagnosis. And of course the objective there, uh again being completely honest, was just to ensure that you know Mantle Tokens gets a proper exposure during the first uh quarter or first few quarters about uh, uh, since the launch and since the inception because you know we didn't have any LBP phase as such um because of which you know the liquidity was provided to pool 738 which was from usdc front uh but kevin there is like no transaction where we sell mantel as such uh you know to take profits and eventually affecting the external retailers there and like uh uh again like just pointing it out like that was never the intention if, if we have done that uh I think would be great if you could point us out to that uh happy to correct it you know as we have been taking feedbacks back and forth from you uh you know just happy to take it up but there has been no you know no single transaction towards that and as I said once we saw the external liquidity to go beyond 150k 280k and then 200k uh, actually, we decided that we keep on steadily taking out, you know, the initial bootstrap liquidity back to, uh, you know, where it belonged. Um, and, uh, you know, just ensure that now, uh, when, you know, the external community has already got exposure to Mantle tokens, uh, we kind of le- interact less with the, uh, mem- community as well, with the token side as well, uh, and let community decide upon that. And on top of it, uh, you know, Since that released out, we just wanted to ensure uh, the reasoning behind stopping it was not that we did something, uh, you know, which might be uh objectable there it was more about like taking the feedbacks look at the sentiment whether it's more negative about doing that if, if you know we want to stop it immediately uh and come up with better strategies in terms of market making not you know something which is referred here as wash trading the intention was towards having a market making based approach we might be wrong in our strategy around that absolutely honest on that and the reason why we had to stop it was just to ensure uh you know we get like better uh responses and understand what the community is really doing and then take up the call it's like no problem at all to you know stop it for two weeks three weeks come up with a better strategy towards market making if that is not the case just stop it at all uh because that might again like as community, and again, here is the point which I wanted to bring up is uh, the word community being used here is like very, uh, you know, restricted to a specific set of people, not the broader community, and we want to respect that. And ensure that the all all the feedbacks been taken are kind of incorporated. Uh, sorry, my answer was long because I had a hard stop in one minute. Kevin, if you, uh, I, I hope that answers your uh, questions and you know, clears Wait, your queries. So, do you do you guys all have to leave in one minute?
2: No, no, no. It's just me. It's just me. Timmy. everyone else. Okay, gotcha. There. All right, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. I was after you.
3: Um. Okay. So um lot to unpack for me but i got it and understood on on kind of how you guys view that um um I'm, I'm trying to be very kind in this and and um so and i understand that you've got to leave so so no worries on that um but it it this this thing that we're referring to as market making um is not really the definition of market making um that i'm familiar with uh, amongst many makers that I've communicated with. Totally fine, if that's how you want to define it. Um, you know, the 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 issue here that I see is that we, we see, you know, large amounts of swaps. We've got Mantle being swapped to Osmo, uh, Osmo being swapped to USDC, which is, uh, you know, that's cashing out Mantle. I, you can swap it with whatever you want, but at the end of the day, mantle becomes usdc somebody has to put that usdc in there they're incentivized to put it in a pool those are your retail investors right so um that's where the beef is that's where the upset is within um that's where you're seeing this this kind of outcry i imagine is people don't like that and uh, especially when they've been told that you guys haven't cashed out a single team token um you know that's a that that is cashing out a lot of team tokens a lot of them so that's uh, one upset, the the, the other thing um, is, again, and this is kind of pointing back to, and, and Devanshaw, I'm glad you're back up here, but this is not exclusive behavior to asset mantle, right? So at the same time, in looking into Comdex, there's a very similar pattern of behavior where there's a great number of foundation nodes. They harvest quite a bit of the inflation. Um, then there's a regular script that's running that's cashing those tokens out to USDC or other tokens. Um, you've got your own validators running on other networks. So there's like a, a system of behavior here that if any one person kind of starts to look at the map, it's it's a super concerning picture um, that that doesn't represent the activities of somebody who's like super, super committed to building. And I totally get that you guys have GitHub commits. I totally get that the Comdex team has GitHub commits. And, and that's why we even started validating that network. But that doesn't mean anything when there's these other things going on, right? So. We we need to like really explain this situation because right now, uh, it, the 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 facts and what's going on on chain just don't like even from a very basic perspective. And I'm not an expert in this, but from even just my analysis, I go this feels like <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, taking crazy pills here. Um. So anyway, I've rambled enough on this. Rumor, you you've had your hand up, but I just wanted to communicate that as even just a human being in this space why I'm
2: a little uh, hot under the hat I think Timmy had something before Rhymer goes yeah my hand just went down because I unmuted um,
1: real quick just before we move on I, I don't want to beat a dead horse but very specifically like just cutting out the extra stuff if you could guys could walk through again it, it, the market making thing in particular because I won't say the entire point, uh, but one of the inherent benefits and part of the point of AMMs, automated market makers, uh, is that you don't need market making. Osmo and uh, everything up until Kajira lately, um, with a couple other weird examples, are AMMs. So I'd like just maybe like, it it could just be a terminology breakdown even, because what you're doing is not market making, just like flat, it's not a misunderstanding. It's just not what it is. So maybe it's just something by a different name. I just wanna give you guys a chance to like dig into that part specifically again. I know you kind of touched on it, but I I didn't quite follow, my bad. Uh, either of you can take that.
4: Um, yeah, Dipanshu, I think you can take that. But just before you take it up, I uh, want to clarify that uh, we could cannot like uh, a complex behavior was pointed out and other projects behavior was pointed out. And as Dipanshu stated that they all exist as completely different entity and completely different teams, they not speak out for behavior of other projects, as well as if you try to find correlation, then you'll have other Cosmos projects as well that have their own validators, like the Circa validator, and I think it's a fairly common practice. Apart from that, with respect to foundation notes, uh. Because asset management is a new chain, you need chain stability at its core. And that's been like the top priority. Uh, but along with that, just uh, I think in the starting only, we stated out the plan that uh, the foundation nodes will be set to retire. And every quarter, one foundation node will be retired. Uh, and they ho- they will absolutely not participate in governance. So that was kind of the reasoning behind it yeah uh, your hand was up if you want to take the second part of the question please.
5: yeah absolutely so uh, first of all like uh, uh uh market making again i would want to point out is a fairly common practice as i've been told uh, we are builders we don't know much about like uh, how how like or how why these things are required but we have been Pursued, And we've been told by multiple parties that, hey, we require this to happen for us to like list you here or put you on that list, etc. And you say that AMMs do not require market making, but like I recently was reading a tweet or some communication from osmosis saying that they are going to bring about a uh, market making on 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 osmosis in fact on injective you cannot get listed unless you are doing market making there you have to have take a uh, like some kind of a packet to be like able to uh, like market make and then only they list you there so like uh, uh, I, I, this has been like brought up so many t- times but like uh, this market making aspect while it's one part of the like uh, scenario one part of the group says coin market cap says uh, hey like that uh, we will rate you only if like this activities are happening on your chain and th- this is like already taken care of right uh, and uh, the other side like uh, and, and only you guys are pointing out that like it, it's not correct so that's why we started uh, stopped like w- w- let's figure out let's see like what's the best practice and let's see what other projects are doing and if we open any, any page of like any top 10 uh, uh, tokens on, on Osmosis, you can see similar activities happening there. You can see similar wallets like continuously buying and then continuously selling. It's happening uh, um, like on on, on on even Osmosis itself, right? Uh, Osmosis token itself. So uh, uh, again, I'm not an expert on that. Like my expertise is to build like Golang code. I do not know like how... Or what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in this scenario and we did not even try to go like the bot way or did not even try to like uh, get a top tier like market maker we, uh, we would agree we were like uh, focusing resource wise and time wise on development and not like pursuing the best market maker in the market to be like introducing us to the best practices uh it, it was it was a like a fairly entry-level. Uh, like a teammate that was doing it at like very irregular uh like uh, intervals based on his research of what like market making means. so uh yeah okay. i would i would agree that there is there has been some incompetence with 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 that particular aspect but i can make a make a blanket statement i can make a uh, like a uh, 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 without any hesitation i can make this one blanket statement We have not raised like any money from any validator or a VC firm. Uh, We have been totally bootstrapped. We have not tried to sell one token to any validator. We have not tried to sell one token to like any external party. We have not sold one token on Osmosis or any other DEX. Our aim right now is not to sell our token at all. Uh, We have only distributed our token through Airdrop and any other like, and I would want you to point us to a transaction where we have like a converted a token uh, mantle token to any other token and not immediately supplied it back to, uh, we have two pools USDC and Osmo pool uh, and if we have directly like uh, supplied it back to one pool or the other we have not taken like $1 of profit from selling any mantle token, although we are totally bootstrap project and we do require money to like run the team and like uh, develop but uh no no, not one token is sold
6: okay thanks that was quite extensive um it's kind of hard to follow a particular train when we diverge so much uh yeah come back to a (laughs) couple of points if we could kind of try to shorten the answers and i'm happy to speak to multiple points but there's the the, the answers go for so long that we converge from the original question my mistake uh, we we partially answer it and then we end up with uh, a completely different topic um that would be very helpful, I think, to the listeners if we tried to stay on topic. Uh, I think what we were originally um, was uh, the foundation nodes and uh, transactions from those nodes. I just want to make this very clear that those nodes uh, and the wallets associated with them and any transactions related to those wallets are associated with the asset Metal team. The airdrop is completely separate to that, right?
5: True. And our chain is like three months old. So yep. like if you did not receive your tokens through like airdrops, where else would you receive your tokens from, right? How do we pay like different parties? Any any wallet that is uh, like a third-party wallet will not be separated more than one or two degrees of separation from any foundation wallet. Like it, that's fairly logical, right? Uh, yeah. So my, my point here is
6: that uh, the foundation wallets, uh, and I've just for... Uh, your information i've provided an update to the medium article uh, where i've excluded the bottom wallet that you've identified as not being a team wallet i've added a big edit that this is not associated with the team as per your information uh but i've also included some additional transactions so uh, i have a particular wallet in question or two primary wallets that i would like to ask questions of Uh, i think the main wallet is the um the mantle wallet um G, it ends with GJ8, which is the wallet that receives significant sized mantle from foundation nodes, uh, which then uh, transfers um, to uh, an osmosis wallet that ends in AML. That I think we've discussed and talked about doing the kind of uh, strategy uh, that holds, you know, uh, it, it, about four days ago, it did hold 50,000 USDC and almost 12 million mantle. 1.1 million dollars uh, it now holds about 1.4 million dollars um, and that could just be price increase over the couple of days um, but that one is the one that was involved in uh you know uh, pretty substantial transactions uh what i wanted to note there was that there is uh, if we scroll down towards the bottom um that gja wallet um is linked to a, a wallet that ends in. Um, just make sure I'm following the right train of thought here. Uh, yeah, the AML wallet, sorry, uh, sends 150,000 UST to a terror address. Now we know that that AML wallet is controlled and owned and managed by Asset Mantle, and we've got 150,000 dollars that goes outbound from that wallet. And we, I, I couldn't find, and I'm happy to be corrected as usual an inbound transaction for that $150,000,
5: 50000
6: And it is two months ago, so we might need to look back a bit. But
5: Right. So two months ago was when we were setting up relayers and our Osmosis AMMs, and there were a lot of, like, payments that we made out to external vendors. Now, uh, if you gave me the exact transaction hash, I'll be able to, like, we have records of all the transactions we made, and yep. I, I, I'd be exactly uh, tell you which vendor we paid, that if that vendor... Does not mind us like pointing them out.
6: Yeah, no, and that's perfectly fine, right? If, if we come back and say that this is a payment thing um, and we've got proof of that, even if you need a redactor, yeah, clip, yeah. Happy to update the article. It's yeah. all about transparency. All I can go off is what I see on chain, right? So if you come back and say, here is a receipt for X and it paid for Y and we got this for it, perfect, right? Absolutely. Um, and I'll update the article accordingly. Um, there's another wallet that ends in RRX, another 150,000. Uh, that uh, can't confirm again, could be another payment for something. Um, But, you know, I am seeing kind of substantial amounts of UST that are being moved from foundation node wallets on chain. uh, And you're saying that those don't happen. So I'm just kind of pointing out that on chain, I can see that activity. Uh, So I've reported on it. Right. to be corrected. And uh, if there are payments for things perfectly fine, right?
5: Right. So, like, uh, I'll ask you this, Rama. Like, those UST or USDC, uh, like, UST. made payment. UST and, yeah, UST uh, made payments from. Uh, are those, like, uh, UST gained through, like, selling mantle tokens, or were those UST transferred to that wallet as is and tra- transferred forward as is? Because if, if I remember correctly, all the payments that have been made were not from like directly selling mantle tokens, but all of them are from treasury. And of course, we are a like new project. We have got to make payments to like different parties. So yeah, I mean, i I'll uh, on top of us doing the research, I will ask you to do the research as well to see if those one fifty plus one fifty uh, dollars uh, K dollars that you point out are actually mantle tokens sold or directly uh, like USDC or UST convert like directly sent over to them as is.
6: Uh, I'm not sure how your organization uh, functions. Are you saying that the treasury uh, wallets are linked to your foundation nodes? Or you just use the same wallets outbound to kind of make your transactions?
5: Right. So the foundation nodes are separate. The foundation, the maintainer nodes are separate. Uh, The SHAML, like uh, Osmosis uh, wallet that you point out, is the one that is responsible for supplying the liquidity. And at Osmosis and, uh, and at uh, like uh, Mantle end also like maintain uh, payments and treasury, etc. Like day-to-day transactions are done to, through that particular wallet. And um, uh, yes, like uh, the 300k, as you pointed out, was sent out. But my simple question is, like, is are those 300k made through selling Mantle tokens? Or did, did an inbound transaction come for, for USD from somewhere and then that USD got transferred out, right? it's, it's uh, and if that is true then like is it is it incorrect to like make payments from the usd that you own uh, from the treasury that you own that is also bootstrap and not raised it's not incorrect man like uh, i don't know what you are like uh, pointing towards here
3: uh, go ahead kevin um well uh, so to follow up on that um there's nothing wrong with making payments um it's weird hiding them in the way that you guys are doing that so I uh, I think that's really the concern that everyone has here is there's a like a weird <laughs> web of wallets going on um and I I think you guys should take a moment and like just look at your like uh, treasuries and and just be a little transparent about it it's most chains in the cosmos are are really open about this it's really clearly defined um so that's what we expect as validators. It's what we expect as community. Um, Sachin, we'll get to you in, in a second. I, I, I want to cover a point here. And, and I think this is really, really important. And this has been bothering me since the day that you launched. And Naaman can attest to that because I was up his ass uh, the first week that you guys launched. No not. I was quite public about this. But, uh, you know, and, and Sachin, you've, you've mentioned, okay, Mantle is a new chain. It's our topmost priority to have good chain security and stability of the network. The aim of increasing the validator set is to further decentralize the network and have a collaborative development approach, right? And yet you've stood up over 40% of your network in these foundation nodes, which, by the way, no other chain in the Cosmos does other than Comdex, Persistence, and previously Sentinel, okay? So that's, again, just like, like a pattern. Um, so you keep these foundation nodes going for many, many months and talk about it in quarters and we're going to retire it in this quarter. No other chain does this. Like if you're interested in increasing your validator set to further decentralize the network, you just do it. Or you launch that way. Like every other chain has launched successfully without foundation nodes, without these massive, uh, risks to the network security, which is a problem that you guys are trying to solve. because. As you saw in the very first few days, the network halted briefly because of your foundation nodes, uh, which, to your credit, you fixed uh, pretty quickly. But if you were talking about the topmost priority of asset mantle being chain security and the stability of the network, and you're reaching out to validators like us to help with that, and then you've still got 40% of your network, 42% if we're going to count audit one, locked. up in these Russian nodes. That's an insane contradiction that just doesn't make a lick of sense to me, and it's compounded by the fact that then these rewards are being sold. there's huge amounts of inflation. Um, and you know what? Even if it's going out to other people, fine, but other chains do it in a very transparent way
4: right um like eight. um uh, just i'm sorry uh just wanted to say that um uh, as kevin pointed out um and very well pointed out that there should be transparency in the payment vendors as is with different cosmos chains as well which i 100 percent agree to uh not just cosmos and the, the energy quality is expected to have transparency with respect to the payments made to the vendors but um but if, uh, if the payments are not made through the treasury of the project in the sense that mantle tokens are being sold and a, a governance vote is being taken on the particular payment in that sense i i believe that more transparency is expected but uh but if if the bootstrap treasury of the developers themselves is being used for a certain amount of payment it's just it's a super complex to put it out and be very, very transparent about it. I mean, I, I don't, if you can point out to projects that are using such practices, maybe we can inculcate them as well. But again, the transparency is always when the projects, treasury in the sense the mantle tokens are being sold for USDC and then USDC or UST payments having made to the vendors in that sense, hundred percent agree transparency is are expected. In fact, not just transparency, but a vote on the governance. As proposal as well to do those payments, but but not in the sense of some if this boost bootstrap amount of to buy you know the personal treasuries to do some pay, um, payment to vendors,
5: right? And um, like I can only speak for the four, like five foundation notes and why we did them, uh, from a developer's perspective. So like when you're starting off a chain from genesis, right? It's uh, it's initially it's quite hard to get consensus. And if you have like uh, more than thirty-three percent voting power, a what you're doing is like uh, reducing the like uh, uh time it takes to like uh have the majority come to consensus. And b also if all of the deci- validators decided to go violent, val- uh, byzantine my 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 mistake it's a slip of tongue. byzantine uh you still have you still have uh, like your your like a, a majority initial uh, validator set uh the majority voting power it, so that that scenario does not happen and uh, uh, we have seen it happen haven't we uh, we have seen chains like steam it etc go down because uh like a uh, majority of the tokens were sent out to Like external parties, and they delegated to their own validator, and then ended up like halting the chain. So uh, the major, the major reason why we went out and like did the chain right now, uh, although we have all the node, like all the modules ready at Devnet, uh, 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 we went with the plain chain right now, and like was to stabilize and do all the integrations possible uh, at this particular point itself. So once you have uh, for example, a centralized like uh, integration, and you do a chain upgrade. Your uh, like integration is gone. Your your integration is down for a week because the validators do not upgrade that quickly. The, the centralized exchange do not uh, upgrade that quickly. So our aim and mission right now is not to sell the token. We did not do an I D O. We did not do an L B P. We did not do. Uh, we did not try to sell the token. Our aim right now is just to get the token out the the chain stabilized and the token integrated and then bring out the updates uh, pertaining to like specifically to uh, uh like our like our specific use cases so yeah that's that's been the thought process right. around the foundation node and like having uh, and chain stability
2: All right, go ahead kevin all
3: right i'm going to i'm going to cool it down a notch here but i'm just going to to this point um so steam is a bad example that was justin sun mounting a financial attack fine uh, that that's like an outlying thing outside the cosmos um you've been in the cosmos a long time to um so you're familiar with standing up chains and you've done it numerous times so i know that you know this um asset mantle having a chain halt the only reason that it had a chain halt was because of the foundation nodes. so that's A bad excuse on that. The second thing is to say that you guys are in pursuit of decentralizing your network, but then saying the same thing in the opposite, which is that you want to maintain your foundation nodes so that you can ensure that a bunch of independent validators who have incredible track records and have never mounted an attack, right, which is the entire Byzantine fault premise and the entire basis of the Cosmos and Tenement consensus, we've all agreed that it's the most secure system. What you're doing is you're flipping that on its head and saying that you don't trust every validator who would come in. And you're saying that having foundation nodes protects against a cabal of validators attacking the network that they are validating. That doesn't make sense, man. Like, that is a weak, weak argument for having foundation nodes. The very opposite thing can occur in that you guys (laughs) can completely control the network right so that that flies in the face of the entire premise of the cosmos sdk which you would admit you helped to build right so we're there's something here that just doesn't mesh like we're
5: we're playing two very different games right um so like uh the foundation notes uh, were only for the initial initial chain stability, for initial consensus, for initial like uh, the the chain to be able to take off. Uh, we did not redelegate any token back uh, to any of the foundation nodes, and they are constantly being deflated out, as well as all the delegations we are making are redelegation from the foundation node. We have uh, uh, very transparently like put out the like a uh, uh, put out communications that uh, we will be retiring one node every three quarters uh every one like three months one quarter and uh the the even the uh like uh commission rate has been set to a hundred percent on those, those nodes so that even like, uh, retail people are not able to like uh, uh, make a mistake and uh, delegate to those nodes. So our our aim is not to like make those nodes bigger. Our aim, we have constantly been deflating those nodes out. Constantly been reducing the uh, like delegations on them. Uh, discouraging any delegations to those nodes. And our thought process, our uh, like uh, uh, main uh, thesis hypothesis of. Like uh, having these nodes initially was to just ensure chain stability. Now you've got uh, like uh, other chains out there, other DPOS chains uh, outside Cosmos, which are just running on 20 nodes or which are just running on uh, like 10 nodes as well, right? Uh, if you we, if we look at a uh, uh, Matic uh, polygon chain, uh, just runs on, if I'm not wrong, 15 nodes. And the main reasoning for that is initial chain stability, speed. And like being able to ensure that, yeah, this is a like very alpha product, and we do not know if it's stable or not. Until we do not know, let's let's uh like uh, provide some like uh, uh balancing wheels, uh, uh support wheels to to uh like the the initial chain. And uh, yeah, that was the thought process. I, I don't know, like what you make of it as a validator. Of course, definitely as a validator, it uh, it it's uh, quite uh I would say uh not discouraging but right quite uh insulting to like a uh, uh, statement that the validators might not be able to like run the chain stably etc uh but yeah just, just to, on, on the on the safest just to be on the safe side just for the initial consensus just for the initial upgrades to go through uh, we did that and uh, as you see already one node is off and very soon the other other four will also be off and the chain will uh, totally be decentralized that uh, till the first two years of a chain running i believe it's 100 percent the team's responsibility to take care and ensure the stability and ensure all the integrations and ensure uh, any initial like open source contributions and like beyond that the, the chain slowly starts becoming decentralized slowly starts becoming owned by the community and slowly start being developed by external people till that particular point of time uh, till till 2 years I, I i and that's my belief i might it might be wrong but i think it's our responsibility to make sure that like nothing goes south uh, we have not seen it happen maybe and we have seen like a lot of like random failures happening on other chains as well uh it just we're just trying to be on the safer side of things. That's all,
3: okay. I'm I'm gonna hand it, I'm sorry I just have to say one point on that, which is that um I, I totally you' coming from on that. I, uh, the maybe the theory that you have on this, I, though I find it surprising from somebody who has been here for many years and helped develop early cosmos SDK stuff um, because that's not how the hub operates, for example, it's an entirely decentralized validator set. Um, there are foundation delegations, but they go to independent validators. Uh, they don't run nodes. The only chains that do that are the ones that you have helped to build, which are Comdex, Persistence, and Asset Mantle. Um, so there's a, there's a weird
5: pattern there. Um, and I'm gonna finish. I was a CTO and, and chief architect at yeah, many of CEO them. So founder, yeah, I, I think, think that's my 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 the thought process just like tickled down. It might be wrong, but I have seen like weird stuff happen. Right? I'm, I'm, I have seen. I totally got out. it,
3: man. I'm just gonna finish saying what I'm gonna say. So, um, yes, you were CTO and co-founder, so I totally get that. And, and I think you were just blocking engineer on the early ones. So understood. Um, the point being here, there there is no reason for the foundation, no document or precedent for that, because the most stable chains in the cosmos operate without them. And moreover, the only chain halt that you guys have endured was due to your foundation nodes. So I, I think we need to take a really strong look at that theory. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I would, I would
5: also encourage you to look at like uh, Iris Chain. I would also encourage you to, yeah, Iris Chain, I think, runs
2: foundation nodes, right? It has right. been running it for a very long time. All right. Thank you. Let's uh, let Rama. Uh, he hasn't had a...
6: Yeah. So I want to continue with the foundation node thing. And I just want to make a point here. And I think Kevin kind of identified that you're involved in Comdex and the foundation node thing and, and now asset mantle uh, with regards to the foundation nodes. If you want to go down the path of uh, chain stability, two years is an extremely long time to look to be decentralizing the chain and handing it over to the community. Uh, we have very good chains that have been stood up in the last year that are per and have not gone down none due to validator and loss of consensus uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, the ones that are directly linked and interact with the the Osmo kind of community that we currently have, right? Like there might be some outliers that rarely interact, but the core cosmos that we all interact with on a daily, I've not seen it. Uh, I wanted to point to the foundation nodes and we're we're talking millions of mantle in commission that the foundation now has that could be part of the validator set, Uh, the the broader community set if you redelegate back into their own nodes to support the network that are now sitting with the foundation. Like I'm going through foundation node one and we're like, we're talking four, five million worth of mantle in commission that has been sent to that wallet that we talk about uh the aml wallet right like outbound transactions in the the millions and hundreds of thousands from commission sent straight to uh, the gj8 wallet and then from gj8 to aml so, awesome. so that's the, that's the amounts of commission because of the way in which the foundation nodes are stood up that the that the foundation now has as part of its uh, you know funding if you like to
5: do with what it wants. Right. Um so those are not like commissions, those are rewards. And rewards would have been the same, I guess, except for the nope. so I want to be
6: the- sorry, I'm gonna interrupt and be very clear here. In the transaction, get commission five hundred and nine thousand. <laughs> Send transaction five hundred and ninety five thousand. Uh nice. get commission two point eight million. Send transaction two point nine million.
5: Okay. So if the if the a commission rate is hundred percent. Then rewards can be considered commission. Yes, but even if we delegated that amount to like any other validator, De- DePontra,
3: I think you're covering up your microphone.
5: All oh, right, right. My mistake. Sorry. Uh, I, am I am I audible now? That's that's my okay. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry for uh, uh, So like, even if those tokens were delegated to a validator, like those uh, those uh, tokens that are coming in as uh like commission would have come in as reward. Uh, sounds the two or five or ten percent that the commission rate that the validator is charged, right? So it would have been all the same thing uh, at the end of the day. Uh, secondarily, like minus we five a, or ten percent. Yeah, five or ten percent commission that 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 uh, Right, and and we have a lot of like if you if you have tracked all the uh, all the wallets, uh, like uh, we have a lot of tokens that are just sitting there, uh, that are not doing anything at all. Only the only the community. Uh, like wallet has participated in like delegating to these and all of the other wallets are not having anything to do with like any delegations to any of the validators right so if we if we were like just looking out to like uh, uh have all the tokens like uh, uh, accruing rewards and we're just selling it on the market then why did we not delegate all the tokens right so uh our aim in general so you're saying that you're only slightly bad. Uh, no, it's not slightly back. It's like a huge, huge percentage back, I would say. But it, the chain is new right now. All the delegations that, I mean, like all the of the initial supply, 50% we, we airdropped. Uh, Not all of them are like uh, 100% participating in staking. Uh, Some of them are LPing, some of them have sold it off, etc. So the foundation definitely has to like delegate. And that's why we have the foundation delegation program, right? If all of the people that applied to the delegation program were tier one validators, we would have already spent all the, we would have already re-delegated all the tokens that we have on foundation node, left over in the foundation one, two, three, four. Right. We recently had a proposal that went through that increased the validator set by five that was to encourage more validators in so that we can phase out these four uh, like foundation node validator left. As you would understand, uh, again, to reiterate, this was done initially so that we can have like quick consensus and uh, we can take the chain of ground from Genesis state uh, very quickly and we cannot immediately like take all these tokens and redelegate to random validators as you mentioned it's a 33% voting power initially that we plan to have uh, to be put on foundation notes now where do we put it we have a program going on we have a uh, 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 like a very clear uh, set of uh, uh tre- clear set of uh, criteria that we evaluate the validators on and delegate to them and yeah uh, are are there like a uh, all the all the uh, like uh, applications tier one, no, they are not. And we can can we just redelegate all the tokens directly? That that's also not possible, right? So we're slowly trying to like uh, uh, phase them out. But it's as you would understand, it's not immediately possible to do so. All right, I'll give uh,
2: Kevin the mic and then Varma.
3: Yeah. So um, I, I think I got all of that, and and I just want to say that. Um, You know, the the option actually is to provide all of those foundation delegations to the validator set that you select. Um, So a a great example of that would be Kajira, which we were part of the uh, Genesis validator set on 75 validators there, the Kajira team. Uh, distributed foundations equally amongst all of them after determining through a testnet that they were a good selection, right? These are not random validators. These are the validators who made it through a rigorous testnet and validate a lot of major networks. So in in a quick look through the 55 validators that you have, I would say the vast majority um, validate, for example, Cosmos Hub, uh, Osmosis, Juno, uh, Evmos, in many cases, Kajira, right? All of these chains, if they have foundation programs, they delegate to these validators, and they have a very seamless process. Updates, in the worst case, some take a few hours. There are very, very few chain halts, if ever. Um, So this is is the normal way to do things, right? Unless there's some other sort of strange thing going on. And in fact, having a bunch of foundation nodes is a huge point of failure, which we saw when the chain launched and your nodes went down and the chain halted, right? So the safest thing for a chain to do, if they're not seeking some sort of monetary profit from those foundation nodes is to distribute over many nodes, the foundation delegations. These are not random validators, as you guys well know, because you've selected them very carefully. It's not a huge validator set. Um, so that's that's the normal way to do things. That's how every other chain does it. This is not like a, a an uncommon thing. And, and you know that because you've been in the space for a long
5: time. Absolutely. Um, I guess it draw inspira- inspiration from some of the chains that were there early on. I guess Iris was one of them that still runs foundationals, I guess. Uh, so uh, we do, as, as pointed out, we do have a plan of like out these notes. We have opened, opened up our quarter to... Uh, Foundation uh, delegation program, and as and when we get uh, the like uh, applications for it, definitely we'll be reducing down and uh, like updating uh, uh, all of these uh, notes. No doubt about that.
2: Thank you, good Rama.
6: Yeah, thanks. I just want to, I and mean, we might be kind of sticking to this foundation. No point a little bit too long for the call, but you kind of, tw- I think it was you that. T- in uh, Sachin, sorry, that tweeted out the, like the, the utmost importance of the chain is chain security. But like we're we're three months in and I think it looks like you've onboarded maybe five or ten validators that have foundation delegations. And uh, I, I looked through the document. I'm just trying to find it again for the onboarding and the tiers. And like to be tier one, you have to like contribute to GitHub. That's a pretty high tier to receive like foundation Delegations when you kind of have, you know,
5: forty tokens and and vote power, right? I mean, yeah, uh, our our expectations from tier ones might be high, and as I mentioned, if all the nodes. That were getting onboarded on the foundation delegation program. You cover
2: up you your mic again. Yeah. up your mic again. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh,
5: if all the all the applications that we got for the foundation delegation program were tier one, we would already have been done with the all the four uh, foundation notes. And yeah, point taken. I think I uh, like get the point that uh, like it does not make sense to have uh, like uh, foundation notes uh, that uh, uh, like. Uh, uh, the phase for uh, the the time period for phasing them out, maybe in our plans we put it as a too longer period. Maybe we should have uh, phased out one node every month, and definitely from this call, a uh, point taken, and we would uh, reconsider and uh, like change our like uh, rate at which we'd be uh, phasing out, and uh, that would require us to increase the like uh, delegations for each tier, uh, definitely because there are not a lot of nodes. N- delegation uh, uh, not a lot of tokens uh, or delegations and i hope that does not get pointed out as a negative activity i, I just want to get your thoughts will, will that be yeah, th- so like an incorrect to me i might be do?
6: jumping in here feel free to interrupt me you are the co-host um, i just wanted to kind of point on that too so that, like the outcomes that i'm after from this particular call is i, I want to see change from the mental team uh, i want to see things like you've already stopped the uh Market making bot, if we want to call it that, or the individual who is making those trades, that stopped. Fantastic, right? Uh, I want to see uh, the foundation nodes removed mm-hmm. and propagations throughout uh, increase your valset. Uh, you know, give delegations and decentralize the network. Like that's my outcomes, right? I want to. I want to see that from you, and I want to see the chain and the project succeed. So, uh, I'm not here just to kind of rant. Uh, and it's good that you're taking on the feedback and you're op- open to change. So, uh, I just wanted to kind of point on that. Before I hand it to Timmy,
5: absolutely, man. All of these points are like noted, and uh, as as the whole team has been uh, like pointing out, we really do appreciate the efforts that you are making right now. And um, if if you were running a validator on an asset mantle, we'll be like posting a huge amount of uh, delegations to that. Why? Because yeah, we do actually think that like what we are building is in in essence a uh, fintech it, in essence it, uh, it's money that we are kind of building uh, and it's a lot of people's hard earned money and saving that that if unvalidated if like uh, through bad marketing these people could be enticed into uh, like uh, uh, like investing and ultimately if it's a incorrect project if it's even if the intentions are good and the algorithm is f- flawed uh, and no one points it out and it goes down a lot of people uh, end up losing their money and not only that as we would have seen uh, in luna's case people end up taking the lies as well so it's it's not a matter of like just us playing some web 3 games it's it's a matter of life and death. and we definitely do appreciate your criticism we definitely do appreciate you looking into and like holding each other uh accountable and all of the feedback uh no doubt uh, we are 100%, uh, as as with market making, so with a foundation note, it's all noted and we'd be 100% correcting and publishing also the corrections that we have made and to keep it all uh, transparent with respect to foundation delegation, with respect to what we are doing with the foundation nodes, etc.
2: Go ahead, Timmy, and then Kevin.
5: So
1: uh, I actually wanted to move on from the foundation node thing. Um, But that being said, I was going to say, if anyone has anything else they want to add on that, Kevin, I saw your hand. Uh, But both sides of the L feel free to chip in before we move on.
3: No, I just was confused by the fintech comment. You guys are building a fintech product?
5: No, I mean, at the end of the day, like uh, uh, any any token uh, that's out there that is utilized for any utility, can be considered a, like, fintech product, right? Uh, you utilize this token for, like, monetary gains. You utilize this token to buy stuff. You utilize kind of utilize this token as money on, like, very specific platforms. So, yeah, I mean, that's one interpretation of, it, of it, fintech. And, um, yeah, I have a bias. I'm from a fintech background, so I have a bias towards uh, calling, like, looking at these systems and calling them fintech. Okay.
1: I can see that. I can see that, to be fair, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, are we good to move on? Does anyone else want to note anything? Cool. Um, so I have a, a sort of specific question for you three up here. Um, definitely including Abhinav, apologies on the pronunciation there. Um, and that is, I'd like to know how long you guys have known Project Autonomy. And then for the people listening, maybe you guys could give a little context. Who, who is Project Autonomy?
5: Uh, definitely would uh, take it up. Uh, so I believe uh, Project Autonomy is one of the anonymous like members of uh, uh, DBPN. And uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 as far as I know, uh, like he's leading BD for, for DBPN. Uh, but other than that, uh, we would have had some interactions with them uh, early, like uh, 2018, 19. And yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's the like full extent of like how much we, we would have communicated with them. As, as I pointed out, as, as in the early days, there were very few people building on Cosmos. And yeah, we kind of uh, knew each other. Uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt. But I think there's a similar answer for me also. So, like, since we are a developer from 2017, 2018 uh, in Cosmos SDK, of course, we have interacted in lots of Cosmos spaces and Telegram groups. So, th- that is there. Other than that, yeah.
1: Okay, so you, you guys have never worked together or taken pay from or given pay to each other in any capacity like that?
5: Uh... I have to rack up my brain. As I said, we definitely would have interacted with each other. But as far as I remember, we as a team never contributed to the VPN. So yeah, most probably we never took any kind of pay or took any contracts from that particular project to build anything out.
6: Um, Sorry, I need to interrupt. Kevin, you might need to drop in any other Juno validator. I want to check Discord.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Cool, oh, yeah. thanks. I we can continue, but uh, it's pretty important.
1: Okay, cool. Um, so, okay, I, I have heard differently um, from quite a few people. I don't know about like any of you three individually in particular, but I've heard there's been some business relationships between you guys. And for the audience who probably doesn't know, Project Autonomy currently holds 80% of the DVPN supply in one wallet. So not a great look um i guess you guys are gonna stand by not really uh, associating with them and that very well may be true i have been told this from a couple people who i think have no incentive to lie um but i guess if that's yeah if, if there's any other comments there maybe you've racked your brain a little
5: right yeah so uh, like i remember uh Again, Sentinel DBPN was one of the like first few projects building on Cosmos, but as far as I remember, they were on Ethereum. Their token was ERC-20. And then later on, I guess, they made a switch from ERC-20 to like, uh, Cosmos, uh, having their own chain. And in that process, uh, and it was very interesting back then as well, uh, they increased the, their supply of token. The erc twenties supply there, I guess, uh, like i don't know 5x or 10x that and uh like majority of the tokens were uh like uh, uh, burned and cleaned back on cosmos stain but like of course there has to be some place where all the inflated supply went right so my my guess would be like uh that wallet is holding all that inflated supply and like I, 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 and again i'm no one to comment on if that's a good practice or a bad practice but uh yeah that's my interpretation that's my comment on that particular thing i don't I, I I don't know if like uh we should be discussing dvpN on this call, but sure okay okay um
1: I guess if uh no other points on that, then we can move on
6: yeah yeah, so, yeah uh, I, I might return to this share.
1: but feel free to yeah drama.
6: Yeah, cool, cool. I think there's any kind of one more point. I think we've discussed uh, kind of the majority of what we wanted to discuss today. I think uh, we we understand that um, there are, you know, historical links from kind of persistence and uh, context through uh, yourself, uh, Dupanchu, uh, and um, uh, Abrano, I think, I think, I'd, hopefully I pronounced that connect correctly. Um, so I think we can understand kind of how uh, the evolution of the three chains kind of got to you know where we are now with Mantle. Kind of same thing. The uh, we understand that you also had a, an individual or a, a bot of some sort kind of market making on the chain, uh, and uh, we know that you control all of the wallets related to the foundation nodes and the transactions in those, uh, and that there was you know a, a gap in the communication between transaction volume and trans uh, and IBC. Actual trading volume in terms of a dollar value. Um, so, uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll double check and make sure my wording on the article is accurate with what you portrayed to validators. Uh, and um, I will leave the transactions in terms of the sends and receives from the foundation nodes because I think that's relevant from a, a, a historical purpose. Um, uh, the other thing that I've noticed is that from the um, uh, your tokenomics document the community treasury should have a total of 90 million tokens uh, 15 million uh, at immediate unlock and uh, there's another 15 million either very closely due for release or already has released is that correct um, this might be too detailed for the particular individuals we have
5: right uh like an initial uh like uh, now like I'm a little rusty on the percentage but an initial percentage was unlocked totally unlocked at genesis and then uh, the first vesting it starts from twelve months if if, if I'm not uh, wrong there
6: uh, it says so community treasury thirty percent um, ninety million mantle uh five percent right. fifteen million immediately unlock uh five percent one month locking period three months vesting linear uh yeah right. six months yeah
5: so the smaller listing, uh, I think, uh, is for the uh, o- 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 OpenSea uh, stake drop, airdrop. Sorry, uh, that is uh, aimed for like for people who's coming from o- OpenSea and Ethereum space to come to Cosmos and learn POS and start staking. That was uh, like, a that, that was only small listing, I think three months. Yeah,
6: community treasury in the community pool, not the same thing.
5: Yeah, that was that's it's not correct. Uh, like, like the uh, the uh, like uh, uh, open airdrop had a, a, a one month cliff and three month vesting, but uh, I think uh, what Rama here is talking about is uh, the one month cliff, three month vesting first unlock for the community, uh, like uh, uh, section of the uh, like uh, token supply to, in the token economics document.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
6: like the the stuff that the community pool that the community would vote on for space on, you know, to to uh, do a particular thing on the chain, you know, bring in a particular product or uh, spend um, to, you know, incentivize other people or projects to come and use Mantle.
5: Correct. Yes. Uh, like that's yes. not totally it. Like, uh, the uh to uh, give you an insight, and I think it's documented there as well. Uh, the aim was to have one. Uh, like the programmatic community pool that we have on chain, which currently holds one million token. If I'm not wrong, one point four. This, yeah, yeah, one point four. And uh, the other, this this community, uh, uh like uh, section of the token economics was, uh, and it's mentioned in the documentation as well. it's meant for the DAOs, right? So we want uh, like, there are a lot of responsibilities that cannot be like uh, programmed into the chain. For example, uh, there is uh, art curation, uh, there is uh, like NFT curation uh, on top of the uh, marketplace itself that cannot be done uh, programmatically, right? So that particular uh, amount is reserved for DAO creation in future. And then the DAO governance it, it can be on mantle chain, it can be on, be on some other platform that the DAO chooses, that that particular DAO chooses to have. And like, yeah, the spends are going to go through governance at the end of the day, but we are not promising that that governance is the mantle one chain governance proposal. And that tokens are not the like uh, community pool tokens. That particular uh, chunk is reserved only for uh, like future DAOs and future external collaborators from community that will, uh, through governance, be like building out utilities for uh, uh, and taking care of certain uh, yeah, responsibilities on uh, the asset mantle uh, platform.
6: Yeah, cool. So I guess I, I kind of want to drive back home from the point here. So we've got the community treasury, which is 90 million mantle. It's for, and I'm reading from your tokenomics document, community grants, incentivize NFT projects and applications, bootstrapping community driven DAO. Uh, curation of the mantle place and incentivization to active supporters, community-driven governance for the mantle place. So that should have between 15 and 30 million uh, mantle tokens in it currently, giving three to four months in. Uh, are we now saying that the community pool has 1.4 million tokens in it?
5: No, no, no. That is the on-chain community pool. This 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 particular chunk is separate from that. It's not the same. That's what I was right. trying to so point. So where does the community pool come from? Is that transaction volume? The community pool, yeah. The community pool, on-chain community pool, uh, for all the transactions that go through, for, for all the commission, for all the fees that is collected, a part of it is reverted back to the community pool. And this is not our implementation. That's a default implementation yeah. that yeah, comes yeah. with Cosmos. Right?
6: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, cool.
6: So uh, do we know how much is left in the community treasury and how much has been spent and what proposals that was spent through?
5: Uh like, uh, we have it documented, but as far as I know, not a big chunk has been spent. Uh, majority okay, so of the spend has right been, now has been for those to be spent through. Uh, not yet. There has not been any proposal to spend any of the community pool uh treasury yet. And but we've spent the community, yes. So, since, since we do not have like the mint module on chain yet. Uh, there cannot be any proposals also, right? To, like, work on, like, uh, the responsibilities that we have been talking about. So those will come about as soon as we have, like, minting live on the chain. Go ahead, Kevin. Um, okay, so there's a community
3: pool module for those that are not aware that is controlled through governance. You can submit proposals. Um, you know, for example, if you want to help change. chain, for example, and you want to contribute towards, um, let's say, the intra-NFT development,
2: right? <laughs> Kevin, um, I don't know if it's just me, but you're you're sounding a little electronic, Kevin.
3: Yep. Oh, I, okay, let me try this. Is, is that any better?
2: Yeah, that sounds better.
3: Okay, so let's say you got a community pool, that's a module. Governance can control that. The community can vote upon things and and determine uh, the way that they want to best utilize community funds, right? Uh, The way a chain launches, they put the tokens in that community pool where they are protected by governance and the community, no one else, but the community, the token holders who you stake drop to, uh, they're the ones that control that community pool. So the funds should exist in that pool or it's not a community pool. So if we're saying there's a certain amount of tokens that are in that pool, they should be under the control of the community or that's not true. So where are those tokens per the original documentation that you guys released? And if they are under your control, why is that the case? And how does that get fixed? Because that's a huge outness.
5: Right, so like, as mentioned, like uh, that, a particular community tokens is reserved for DAOs and have the DAOs having the governance. So for example That's not like, what the original
3: uh, documentation says that is not what does, the original I documentation guess.
5: says. It does. so yeah. uh, it is like uh let's let's reiterate over like what are the responsibilities that are left to the community pool the, the community modules community pool uh, that particular uh, like uh, set of token is reserved for yeah governance based uh spending on uh, X Y Z uh aspects. So for example, someone wants to build a module, or someone wants to take up maintenance, and uh like a proposal is sent out, or there is a event or activity happening uh uh in in uh, in some like uh uh by the community. Uh, around that particular chain, then we utilize the tokens from the committee pool. But unfortunately, the percentages, the rewards, the accrual to the committee pool is too low. One point four million uh, token right now, uh would just mean hundred and forty k dollars. That's it, right? So that's not good enough for like building out what we wanted to build with respect to like uh, creating uh like decentralized. Uh, like external contributors that will help us accelerate a few uh, key responsibilities. So, for example, if we take uh, like a use case like a Dex, a Dex does not require you to do to go out and do BD business development to be able to extend the use cases of the Dex, right? But we are an NFT marketplace, we are an NFT platform, and we do require people to be going out. And like uh, talking to other creators or other enterprise use cases or other like technical use cases that would want to like onboard and adopt and like build on asset mantle, right? So that particular section, that particular of the tokens were reserved for those external contributors that would want to apply, that would want to show. And we we already have onboarded those, by the way. There is there is NHDAO already working with us that uh nerd haven dow that that is taking care of like business development and that has submitted uh a, a grant proposal uh, we are setting up the notion for like uh, publishing all the grant proposals that have been put out and this particular pool is just meant for that this particular part is meant for that, and it's okay. not meant the, pool. The, the use case and the quantity and size of the other pool is like too small and meager to like support Activities like business development, activities like uh, creating DAOs that would be able to like take uh, calls on curating the content on 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 uh, asset mantle, because that's a very like uh, intensive job to take care of, right? And there has to be like big incentivization. Hundred forty k is not going to cut it. All
2: right, uh, go ahead, Kevin, and then Rama.
5: Yeah. So um,
3: it, look, what I heard on that is it's not a community pool, basically. Um The original tokenomics just don't allocate that towards the module that I know you're very familiar with, man um so like that just that sounds like insane to me personally um because we we do a lot of governance around community pools on every other chain again in the cosmos, which I know also that you're aware of so to me that's that doesn't check out that's that's not a community pool. Um, because you guys haven't allocated those tokens there. So, th- uh, again, that's just another situation where you, you've stated that something is a community treasury, right? Which is 90 million mantle or whatever the fuck it was, fine. But, it, and and even if that's changed, you have to put that through governance. And, and you guys aren't doing that, right? So, there, there's no community input on this. And you're moving around funds in in ways that don't align with the original documentation that people are trading these tokens based upon the information of, that incentives are being matched on these pools based upon the data that you guys have provided. But the data that you guys are providing does not match up with the actions that you're taking. And that's incredibly irresponsible. It's, It's like fiscally insane to see a project do that. And the solution is actually super simple, which is to just fix it right that's that's why we have governance. that's why we have consensus and your responsibility as a core team is to honor the original commitments that were made to the community that is adopting your protocol so uh, you, you can't talk to me and tell me that that this community pool is, is doesn't cut it because it cuts it on every other chain and that's why we have community pools so to me it looks like a like absolutely haphazard attempt to look like a community-owned chain, I think it's super disrespectful to your users. I think it's really insulting to validators. I think you guys need to fix it super quick. Like it's, it's really not okay. Um,
5: like uh, Kevin, so um, as I, I would reiterate over my points. Uh, like there are a lot of uh, community-based external uh, like contribution that we require in the future. And the community pool, yes, there is an overlap between the terminology community pool and community treasury. And it looks like uh, in the token economics, we may, like mentioned 30% would go to community pool, but now it's in a wallet. But that community treasury is a totally separate concept than the like, on-chain community pool. And it is meant for... like. A, 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 like monetarily intensive activities that would be contributed to by community, and that was our thought process. And uh, since till now, and we have to remember that we are a very new chain. We are just three months old at this particular point of time. But you are not. Yeah. So my. Yeah, friend, you are new, not. New so we have not had three. May I, may I? finish? Uh, yes. We have not had the. We have not had the time to even like, uh, uh spend from that community pool yet and go through governance. Why? Because the modules that uh, those committee pools, uh, like the activities of the module that those committee pool uh, funds are reserved for are not yet live on the chain, right? As soon as we have the mint module, there would be a lot of proposal coming in. There would be a lot of like uh, community, uh, like uh, inputs coming in. We have already set up the grants uh, program. And uh, uh, let me assure you, Kevin, uh, like as soon as the spends from that community our uh, wallet starts happening. We would immediately uh, like raise a notification, uh, give out a report, uh, telling about how and where all the spends uh, went from that pool. Um, so um, yeah, I, I I don't know what is to fix here because we have not even started on on like, and it, this is still in the plans uh, to do in the future. So uh, like. Uh, uh, can't fix what's what's not broken yet, right?
6: Yeah, sorry, Kev. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I just feel I, I need to jump in here because you you mentioned that you've already you already spent that money. You've already spent some of that money uh during business development and onboarding some DAOs and incentive them to come into asset mantle. You, you just from that. the treasury.
5: That's from the treasury. The That's from the treasury. USDC treasury the, that we own. The community treasury, to be specific. No, no, no. The USDC treasury. Like we have made payments from the USDC treasury. Uh, We have NHDAO that has applied from a grant. The Nerd Haven DAO that has applied from a grant, and that grant has not gone out yet. Why? Because our grant program is not out yet. And uh, I'm not sure uh, if uh, like it was supposed to go live this week itself. It's grants.assetmantle.com where the uh, notion document is there, which lists all the like uh, uh, grant. application that we have gotten the amount the milestones and any spends made right now applications are in there there are three applications from three different uh, projects uh, but uh, uh, till now since and uh, not uh, no milestones have been hit for any of them and the grant uh, like grants process is not set up no spends have been made yet but there are yes plans to make spends and there are yes plans to uh, be totally transparent with all its application, everything that is being built through this community pool, and where the spends are going.
6: Okay, if that's the case, and there's no trend, no spends out of that community treasury, you'd be fine with providing that wallet address.
5: Absolutely. Okay, thank you. That would be great. That way we can kind of just check into that in, and, and make sure it back, lines up. In fact, what we'll do is like, uh, and I think that this is de- derivable from the genesis file. All the uh, like uh, foundation wallets. But uh, still, we would just, uh, like, go out and publish an article uh, with all the, like, addresses and the name or, like, part of the uh, token economics that they, uh, like, represent uh, and make it public. Uh, We thought that it was already a public information, but yeah, shall do. Thank you.
6: Yeah, so I think that kind of concludes uh, any kind of questions that I have. Um, I will uh, make some amendments to the article around the stuff that we've discussed today, uh, to date, just to make sure that that's accurate. Um, is there any other questions from anyone
2: else? I don't have any questions. Um, if I saw that there was people from the audience that had wanted to come up. Um, as long as, um, you know, we're respectful and stuff, I have no problem with allowing people from the audience to come up to ask question so if they still want to come up just request the mic timmy do you remember who had requested
1: yeah i think they are no longer in here it was jacob grits and sasha
2: yeah i don't see okay yeah all right so if that's it i think um we had um you know like some points that did get a little heated but i think it was all in the respect and i think it's good to challenge each other and call each other out and then, you know, see what, what happens because of that. Go ahead, Kevin.
3: Um, look, uh, I think that maybe I didn't intend to, but I probably have been one of the most heated in here um, for the for the length of this call. Um, I, I, I want to say one thing, which is that I also equally respect the asset mantle team for um, coming up here and confronting it sure it's not easy to um you know get publicly lambasted by um a validator um so i appreciate you guys participating in and um in that probably unpleasant process um as i'm sure you imagine we're very passionate about the delegators that we represent um we're really concerned about the operating basis of the chains that we validate, or the chains that reach out to us about validating them, um, that is where this is coming from. Um, so, if it's heated, it's out of respect for the fact that we are here to protect our delegators um, and to protect the broader ecosystem. So, really, yeah. Um, but I do want to uh, commend you guys for for coming up here and, and facing it head on. I appreciate everyone listening in, um,
2: and that is. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. All right. Uh, Naman, how does your he... personal let you go, Arama.
4: Um Before that, yeah, thanks a lot, Kevin. I mean, really grateful to you as well because it takes some amount of effort to uh, dig deep into any project in, in uh, with the aim of protecting the value the delegations as well as the community. Um, And again, uh, for any further you know uh, questions, the right channel for this will 100% be the community calls that we do twice every month. So uh, always... Uh, up to take questions on the community call because that's just the most structured way to go forward with that. But yeah, thanks a lot, Kevin. Uh, Yeah, uh, Navin, you can go ahead. Yeah, thanks,
7: thanks. Um, See, really sorry guys had to drop off, but I think your conversations have kind of come to the last stage. Um, Of course, you know, again, reiterating uh, what Kevin has also pointed out, it's really essential for us to understand the viewpoints, uh, you know, what, community is going to uh, bring up. But uh, of course on the same, ads very essential that, you know, the way community you guys have been using, it's more about you know, objecting the way core team is, you know, trying to Uh, address the concerns if we had anything to hide here uh, you won't see us bring up um, in the morning for more than two and a half hours now uh, just answering and ensuring that we be transparent and completely open for any kind of feedbacks coming in. Um, Rama really appreciate your efforts and I request you to keep this ongoing for all the changes with um and that kind of also brings in a lot of credibility uh in terms of uh you know what's happening in the broader ecosystem as well i uh, really appreciate all the efforts you've put in and uh also commending that you're okay to and accepting the edits to be done to the article as well as for our conversations uh looking forward to kind of understanding more about how we can improve at a protocol level and, yeah, I know you know you guys have been active contributed to multiple ecosystems as well, and just would like to invite you guys come uh you know, be part of our discord community as well, wherein validators are just trying to have some good conversations around utilizing. You know, the novel uh, inter NFT approach or DID based approach towards NFTs. Uh, how can they bring in the analytics part of it? Uh, one of the use cases which is going to come up in uh, coming weeks towards Play to Earn Game, um, which is already up with beta version. This is something which we don't talk about just to ensure that, you know, First, it's very well tested and at a protocol level, you know, the focus is that, you know, there is no like security breaches or possibility to have an attack vector there. That is what the core focus is going to be for next quarter as well to ensure, you know, no matter if we kind of uh, do it in an incremental manner, but the focus is always going to be security, chain stability and um, protocol level adoption. If you have any pointers towards that, you know my DMs are open. Kevin have been connected on Telegram as well, Uh, or any other people, uh, you know, just reach out to any of the team members. We're absolutely open to hear the feedbacks as well. Um, Sorry, but yeah, like, um, absolutely wanted to bring this up as well. Um, Yeah, over to you, Dharma.
6: Yeah, thanks. I think uh, just to kind of uh, finalize here, uh, I do have a list of uh, other things that I've been requested to look into now, due to the kind of Comdex and Asset Mental articles. So, uh, my part-time uh, hobby, quote unquote, if you like, is uh, taking more and more time as a growing list. So, you'll see, I, I don't go and target particular projects. It's you know, people identify things, or I find something, and then I kind of go down the rabbit hole. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, man, kind of-
7: like, definitely, uh, you know, as I said, just would request you to keep this ongoing um let everyone know around you know your core research as well and uh, appreciate all the efforts you put in i know it's a side hobby for you but very essential for the broader community as well for the entire cosmos ecosystem uh, you know n- n- not specific to any projects out for sure yeah, uh, uh, yeah that's
5: kind of, sorry go ahead uh, I, w- I was just mentioning that i really uh, uh like echoed Naman's thought uh Towards the work that you are doing, it's very much important. Uh, like, uh, and we had to jump on a call to like get some of the points uh, rectified, and you very gracefully uh, like offered to like correct the uh, article that you put out, and that just points towards like integrity and the commitment towards uh, like figuring out and reporting what's true and in the best way. So, yeah, Rama, I really appreciate the work that you are doing, and would uh, like, and we have to hear uh, hold each other up uh, accountable right and uh, if if there were any way we can uh, like contribute towards your work uh, uh we would more than uh, glad be glad to like support it yeah cool I, I i tend to kind of run
6: independently for the most part so uh, i just do my thing and if people don't like it then i'm on the right track so um i, I yeah no one can really stop me i just do it because i enjoy it so uh, <laughs> yeah uh, Uh, Yeah. And, you know, again, just want to say thanks for coming up. Um, I think uh, the final notes that I wanted to say is that I think there's uh, some pretty real concerns that were raised today from the kind of the way in which the Mantle team approached themselves, uh, you know, being community driven. uh, But then kind of having the actions that we've discussed today um, around validators and uh, onboarding validators and the uh, transactions on chain for the market making and the community pool. The best way to address that stuff is to be transparent. And if you're having difficulty onboarding validators, maybe review uh, the criteria in which you have set for your validators. You know, maybe have a tier zero where you give them half a million uh, mantle, as an example, when anyone that comes in gets half a million uh, and that'll spread out the load and you can spin down the foundation nodes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yep. yep. that,
7: that's, 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 that's the that's kind of final
6: point that I wanted to make. I would strongly suggest that you probably don't start up the market making Activities um, any further uh, uh, while we're uh, you know going through this phase. I don't think it's appropriate. There's not many chains that do it, and those who are doing it, I will be actively putting up proposals on CW to remove their
2: incentives, and that's not specific to Mantle; it's any chain. All right, thank you, Rama. That's all for me. Thanks. Thank you, uh, Timmy. Do you have anything else you wanted to add?
1: Nope. I think this has been uh, probably. Long enough for this discussion i think if needed we can always schedule another one of these yeah. No, um, definitely
2: and, but yeah and i, I, I to pointed me to me <laughs> i wanted to thank you this, this is a lot later than what you usually do your space in so thank you for co-hosting with me
4: <laughs> go ahead no worries so thanks a lot guys i'm uh, for, for again like if there any more confusion would we'll really really appreciate that you know if asset mantle community calls uh, can be utilized uh, for these kind of constructive criticism because it just uh, gets to the wider community as well and that's the right forum in a sense to uh, address any issues with asset mantle and that's the sole reason for keeping the community calls because addressing each value in a different separate Twitter space just becomes a little hard for the team as well. And if we can have one discussion forum, uh, we'll highly appreciate that, man. But but thanks a lot for hosting this. I mean, thanks a lot for the valuable time um, really needed to, you know, put our point forward as well. Yeah,
2: thanks for um, for the invite. Um, we, Before I close, I definitely want to point out Um, that the Juno blockchain has halted. So if there's any validators in the crowd, if you don't know know about this, I know that Rama kind of mentioned it earlier, but just letting you guys know, Kevin, I see you have your mic on. Yeah.
3: yeah, Oh yeah. No, it's all good. We're, we're working on it. Everybody's on it. And if so, if I seem distracted, that's, that's (laughs) what we're working on. But um, no, I just wanted to thank you guys. Um, Really appreciate you hosting this and, and being, you know, Neutral parties in all of this, um, you know, no chain is perfect. Absolutely, you know, we all endeavor to do better. Um, no validator is perfect. We all endeavor to do better, and and all we need to do the right things um, as well as we can and correct where we don't see it right. Um, really appreciate Cosmos Space is hosting this and and giving a venue for us to have this. I think this is a rarity. <laughs> so yeah, it really um, is. You know, yeah. So. Uh, very cool to to be able to uh, facilitate this, and, and thank you guys for for making that happen and staying up to do so.
2: Yep. All right. I think that'll be it for our space then. Thank you, everyone. um And I'm definitely interested to see you know what happens because of this. I'll you know I'll be looking a couple of weeks down the road and seeing if any changes are made or you know what's going on. So definitely keep an eye on it. So thank you everyone for joining us, and see you till the next time.
1: Thank you for hosting, Eric. Thank you, Tim. Late for you as well. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for checking out another
0: episode of The Ether. That was Cosmospace's Cosmonaut Meeting with Asset Mantle, hosted by Eric IO, recorded on Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. For I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When well, we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep the hands off when the play is a bust. Playing old and just so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third, I open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, Starscream Jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No we plan for the famine on deck. We was walking all a wreck with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envisioning the middlemen Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba billion. The Sitting in a little den, envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then Talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next b 1000000000 Talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next b-b-b-billion Spaces